This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got Ugly Duckling Syndrome, a guy who boned the maid of honor, and another circumcision email. You can't believe it, I can't either, but we got him! Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Labs, here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode, I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening, thank you for getting involved. It literally feathers my nuts every time you send me a Snapchat on JTrain56, JTrain56 on Snapchat, every time you let me know what you think of the podcast, how you're listening, where you're listening, with who you're listening. I love it, I love it, I love it. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling a friend. Keep telling your mama, your papa, your sister, your brother. And if there's someone you're looking at and you're like, I don't know if that's a J-Train listener, do they have ears? <laughs> yeah, then they are J-Train listener. I have, I have so many different types of people that get involved with this podcast. And I look at them, I go, I can't believe you're in Alaska. I can't believe you're in Finland. I can't believe... You're literally three streets away from me, and I haven't seen you at a fucking show. Where the fuck have you been? No, <laughs> I, uh, I just I, I just can't believe how many places you guys come from and where you're from, and it's very cool to me. So I want to keep pushing it out, keep telling friends, and it's really been cool to see you guys at shows and getting in touch when you come into town, and uh, I'm going to be coming to Long Island. Now, Long Island, if you are in that area, and I get a tweet from you that's like, Hey, man, good luck at your show tonight. That's kind of a weird fucking thing to send me when you're down the block. Come to the show. Bring a friend. Bring a crew. We're going to have a great time. I know it's a Wednesday night, but listen, we'll all go to work a little bit hungover the next morning. Mm -hmm. So it's March 29th. I'm at the Brokerage Comedy Club in Belmore, Long Island. I'd love to see you there. And come on out, bring a friend, and we're going to do it up. So the link is in the SoundCloud page bio for this episode. And that is all for me. Let's get to our our guest. The Michael Somerville episode we had on Tuesday was great. So go check that out. I like kind of the yin and yang of this week's episodes. Oh, is that what's going on here? Yeah. Michael right. Somerville, a, a veteran in the business. <laughs> and then I bring on Brendan Sagalo. Thank you for it's coming new on. Blood. Thank you. Thanks for having me, dude. A new blood. New I to love the you podcast. Very much. It's you great know to that. have you here, man. I'm I'm pumped about you. What and if, I'm I'm from Long Island, so I you're can You're from Long Island. Uh, yeah. So I can officially okay. say there's nothing to do there. There's nothing to do. And if you don't go out and see Jared, you're a fucking oh, retard. Oh, that's very nice of you. I mean, how much are the what could be the tickets? Like 12 bucks? I don't know. 
Go see him. It's fucking awesome. It's not so bad. It'll be a good show. But thank you. I appreciate that. You're now. I didn't know how young you are. How twenty five? You're twenty five. Yeah. But I met you when you were like 21, right? Yeah, 21, 22. Is that when you started comedy? I still feel like I'm 21, 22. Cause so do I. Everybody but that's looks a little at me sadder. like I'm 21, 22. <laughs> yeah, because I started here in New York. So yeah. I feel like everybody kind of, everybody looks at me like I'm still that like 21 year old kid. Did you go to college? Yeah. I went to Pace University. Pace? Okay. In, yeah, in, in um, downtown. And what made you get into comedy? Uh, I, I mean, the same thing that. Anybody? Yeah, it's just, just it's, it's better it. than like, anything else. Yeah. yeah, I I like Brandon. I, I like Brandon because uh, you're working at it. Your heart. You're you're yeah. out there every night. And like you know, this we live in a time where we got a lot of Cordell Stewarts out there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even I, know what that means. Yeah, Cordell Stewart was a quarterback that played for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and mm-hmm. they called him Slash, and because he would kick, uh, run, throw, catch, he did it all. And we got a lot of slashes out there. There's a lot of people that are like. Uh, you know, I'm kind of doing. They, they'll say I'm doing comedy, and they're yeah. like, they're do 700 other things, and they don't really care that much. Mm-hmm. And it feels like they're just doing it to find a friend. You are getting out there. You're looking for advice. You're getting on stage. You've gotten better to, yeah. and better. You're doing great. I just started a podcast too. You did? Yeah. I mean, yours is. I've listened to yours. Thanks, man. And um, it's just like way like better produced. You have these guys <laughs> who, when you were screaming, didn't that, even. Act. That's man sound. <laughs> They didn't yeah. even act like they gave a shit. Yeah, they will. We've done this. I know. We've screamed before. Times. We've done some screaming. Yeah. I give a shit, but I'm not phased. Yeah, yeah. Unfazed. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, so uh, it's called The Stupid Little Podcast. Yeah. And so, I mean, at least you're enthusiastic about it. Well, I just. I'm, <laughs> I've stupid tried. Stupid Little it. Podcast. What kind of a name? <laughs> I just don't give a shit, dude. It's like I didn't I didn't have a name when I started. That was the when first is it, thing get, I said. Get, okay. So this is my Stupid Little Podcast. Yeah. Is that what you said? What's the premise of the podcast? So, you know, people out there, they're looking for things to listen to. You got you could be added to their portfolio. I don't know. I'm ju- I just I I just you, did, a, you, did an episode and I'm like regret. I regret everything oh, I say let every me give time. You, let me give you. But I'm gonna keep going. I you gotta keep doing it. Well, no, that's not the only reason to do something. <laughs> it's just to do it. You guys, do you like doing it? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you talk about on the podcast? Look, give us our, your sales well, pitch right now. If I'm a listener, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to stupid little podcast. I need more energy out of you. Oh God. I need. I need to oh, hear no. you. <laughs> I wasn't pitch prepared. this thing. What do you like about? What do you do on the podcast? Uh, I just talk about whatever. I like I I want emails. I want people to I got an email from a guy who was way smarter than me, so it was like he was like an English major just okay. fucking and I and it's me and I'm pretty retarded okay. and I'm constantly like saying You're still things using that I'm the regretting. retarded word. Yeah, exa- so. that's exactly it. Dude, I, I, I I'm not backing off on anything. I'm, okay. I still say retarded. I still say all that. <laughs> I talked about the I'm just, you know, it's like rambling. Mm. I talk about Sorry, I uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Brendan, I didn't I didn't expect the side of you. I, I I thought I was getting a professional guest. You come in burping with this, Monster Cola. This is my podcast. This dude. is your podcast. Yeah. Well, don't ruin mine. No, no. Um, no, I'm just no, like I'm, I'm just like an idiot, dude. And I I'm, I talk about whatever happened to me that week, and I tried to do it with other people. I tried to have like a. You know, but I love watching you on stage. So I'm sure the podcast is it's great. It's just like and they, that, dude. And you go yeah. on iTunes. It's called My Stupid Stupid Little Podcast. The Stupid Little Podcast. The Stupid Little Podcast. And he's at Brendan Sagalow on Twitter. Brendan Sagalow on Twitter. And he's super funny. And I I feel like I. But that's the thing. I you know I started before you, so I feel like I've watched you. You know, you're always at New York Comedy Club. You're yeah, there you, a lot. You're one of the guys I look up to, oh, dude. That's too nice. of that's you. That's why when I you're mean, so nice to me, I'm always like, <laughs> you you're you're like an enigma. 
because everybody else <laughs> does not give a shit. Well, you know, you've got to be nice to everybody. I, you know, I'm not yeah. giving you lip service, but you know, if someone's, I, I just think there's a lot of times where you see meet people around the scene, you're like, and they just don't act like nice, and it's weird. You're like, wait a minute, yeah, no one's anybody, so why wouldn't you say, hey, what's up? And especially when you see people that are like, you know, getting better and working hard. Like I, you know, I, I'm trying every night too. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's everybody uh, is from all the way at the top. It's crazy. So I, it's good to have you on and I'm pumped to have you here. So go follow uh, Brendan on Twitter at Brendan Sagalo and stupid little podcast. And mm-hmm. that's the podcast, iTunes, Twitter, I love Stitcher, doing it, dude. all this it's stuff. It's so much fun. It's fun, right? Yeah. So let's get into the emails. You ready? Oh, I'm so psyched about that. I didn't even want to talk to you. Oh, good. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can send in everything. We're going straight into the mailbag. These are un, un, uh, these are untouched. Virgin emails. I need some help, big dog. <laughs> okay. Hey, J Train. I'm a high schooler. But I feel it's been a while. (laughs) It has been a while. I'm a high schooler, but I think this is applicable to nearly everyone. I had a thing with this girl earlier this year, but can't get over her. I want to be with her, and I feel like she wants to start talking like that again. What are some tips to start talking to her again? I feel like we can get on on that same level, but I don't know if she's into it. Please help Jew from the sky. Wait, so what? He wants to talk to a girl? I think he had a thing with a girl, and he can't get over her earlier this year. We can't get over her. I want to be with her, and I feel like she wants to start talking like that again. But then he says, he, what do you think? Have you ever been with someone, and then like it got away, and then you're like, I'm thinking of the one that got away? No. 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 When you're done, you're done? Yeah, it's usually like when I'm done, I'm like, okay, on to the next one, because I'm, I'm, always, I'm always the person getting broken up with. Okay. I'm like, I'm too much of a coward to break up with someone. So it goes too long? It goes too long. So by the time it's over, I'm like, great. That was that was fine. Like, by the time it's over, it's been a, a struggle. Exactly. I yeah. don't want to go back to that person. And, and that person's like, oh, we got it. Like, you've yeah. tortured them enough. Yeah. I did have one girlfriend where I just, I was like a psychopath in high school. Like, I kept fucking, she was obviously did not want any yeah. part of it. And I just kept like, like kept texting her and shit. And what'd she and, say? Um, like, what'd it she get? just stopped answering me. And one time I texted her like last year because I thought it was like, we're good. It's yeah. been years. Yeah. No, so I, you, she hasn't. I know. I text her. I'm like, hey, look, because she had a fucking weird name. So I sent a picture of something with a name. I'm like, that's crazy. You have the same name. Oh, and the she same goes, name. She goes, who is this? And I go, oh, it's Brendan Sagalow. And... No, no fucking answer. Well, it's because her last experience with you is, "Hey, what's up? You there? Yeah. Why aren't you answering?" Yeah. That's the thing. I and I feel from in in high school, we all have that moment where we become fixated, and it becomes someone. And, it, and yeah. it's a lot of guys, not just high school people. You have someone that's given you attention and care and all that stuff, and gives you the things that make you feel good about yourself. And you're like, and then you get lonely. You're like, where can I go? To that feel good yeah, well, and yeah. that girl is the feel good well. It also seems so important in high school to have like a girlfriend and yes. be getting laid and all that stuff. I would tell this guy, um, the, the only way to go, like, if you had a thing before, the only way to re-enter the thing is to act like it's day one again. You can't just go in with all this old thing and like be lazy about it because in any relationship. Anytime you've dated someone, you get lazy with it, and you, the way you leave it is the way you want to come back in. You want to be like, oh, we're back to being on the couch and farting in front of each other. Yeah. No. <laughs> you have to court this girl again. You have to figure out, you have to show them that you are a renewed soul of some sort, and you have to make it exciting. 
So for you, if anything, it starts with a text. Hey, how have you been? Yeah. It's not, hey, remember when you used to give me hand jobs? <laughs> we should do that again. No, you got to start at, at yeah, you how are you right doing? At the hey, you, can't, how you, you can't even be like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? No, it's got to be how have you been? You got to start slow. You got to walk before you run. Mm-hmm. So for this guy, I don't know if she's into you. It sounds like he has no fucking clue, but you got to start talking before you can start walking. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's really... Um, it's that non-threat. You can't come in as a threat. And a lot of times when it's someone that you've already been with, you come in with that already been with you vibe. Mm -hmm. And that's not what anyone wants at all. That's not new and refreshing and fun. That's the old hat. And that's when you remember, oh, that's the guy who texted me a thousand times. Yeah, maybe I would say, I don't know if you'd agree with this. Sure, go ahead. Plant more seeds. Don't just hit on this one girl. Hit on hit on other well, girls. Also, remember that this is not the only girl out there. That's like, also you know, high school too. In high school, I know that the the pond is small. Yeah, so they're all talking. Yeah, so I mean, but I do I agree with you. The go out and make sure that you're not just lonely. Mm-hmm. If you're just looking for someone to make you feel good, there's going to be another one that's going to make you feel better than the last one. Yeah. Or you're gonna, you know, it just it makes no sense just to do it for your own insecurities. And I do understand in high school you're going to feel that way, but you even feel that way out of high school. You have that, you know, everyone who listens to this podcast, everyone who's been, who's on this right now has been with someone and been like, ended it and then been like, maybe I made the mistake. There's always going to be that. Unless always. they're beating you. And even yeah. maybe at that point, they're like, well, maybe I could have changed them. Could have changed them. It's yeah. not that way. You're really just trying to get in there and you have to separate your loneliness from your loneliness from this person. And that's really tough to do. That's an all life thing to work on jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with brendan saglo at brendan saglo on twitter instagram too Mm -hmm. go check him out my little stupid little pocket is it complicated should i change the name no you gotta go with it i like it i I think you've 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 you've, uh etched out a corner of the internet exactly and you have to go with it i i like that it's it's the i like the opening has possibilities yeah, it's like I, this is the stupid little podcast. You could have a song. Yeah, yeah. you can make it like a, a kind of like the high school email song. Sure. Right now, I have nothing. I like this one. It's a little bit longer, but it's called Ugly Duckling Syndrome. I okay. understand this. I, I see mm-hmm. how that was. Dearest Papa JT Bagger. JT Bagger. JT Bagger. Oh, T Bagger. Oh, okay. <laughs> Q Chick Email Music. <laughs> A chick calling me a teabagger. Holy shit. Oh, this is great. <laughs> wow, two fucking songs in a row? This is how it... Very special day. We've got a very special guest. Thank and you. At Brendan Sagalo. Mm-hmm. Go check him out. Super funny. Fantastic comic. Uh, I wanted to get your advice about a man friend of mine. To start off with a little background. He's a solid 767. So the rating system here on the podcast. Face, body, personality. Okay. So she's saying the guy... It's a seven face, six body, seven personality. That's a catch. That's pretty great. I met my sophomore year of college through mutual friends at a top school in the South. There was an instant sexual attraction when we first met. He asked for my number. We exchanged flirty texts for about a week or two. He finally asked me to come over one night. We had an anticlimactic makeout sesh. After that, his the text stopped coming and he never pursued me again. He even hooked up with a few of my friends. Ugh. That was sophomore year of college. Okay, get ready. Fast forward seven years. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is we're, we're on this is a throwback day on wow. the j train podcast seven years so that's so sophomore year of college what is she 
That's um, she's twenty. She could be so twenty-seven, twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six, twenty-seven, yeah. twenty-six. Yeah. A few months ago, our mutual friend had a party. I heard through the grapevine that he had been talking about me to his buddy, saying that he was glad I was coming and he was really excited to see me. Cue my shocked face, considering I thought our relationship hit a U.S.-Mexican border, eighteen-foot wall, seven years. Ago. <laughs> I ended up chatting with him for a bit at a party, and we exchanged numbers. Lost his number years ago. Things escalated quickly from there. He started texting me every day after that, and we ended up seeing each other at another party a few weeks later. We ended up fucking that night. It was awesome. Years of awkward sexual tension, I guess. And he's been coming to see me frequently on weekends since then. We live about an hour away from each other, so seeing each other during the week isn't the easiest. Plus, he lives at home. He even convinced me to play hooky at work so we could spend the entire day together. This time around, it feels a lot more like he's trying to wife me as opposed to only hook up. He even asked if he could leave a toothbrush and shampoo at my house. Groundbreaking, I know. I have a few questions here, but first, why has he re- was he has he resurrected from the dead? Why the sudden change of heart? Let's get to that question first. That's pretty fucking easy. Yeah, you're not 20 anymore. Yeah, you know he's been out there. <laughs> he's seen the disaster zone that is Tinder and, and Bumble, and he's had enough. It could be that he's had enough. Yeah, I would look at it f- like as a compliment. Yeah, he's like, oh my god. Remember that girl who yeah. I fucked? That was so great. She was cool. We she made cool. out that one time, but never really got. And also, there's this idea of the one that got away. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't have sex, so it was like he probably had thought about it. Like, ah, and then when he hooked up with your friends, he's probably like, that's a, that's a, that's a no-go for me. I can't do that because I've already hooked up with the friends. So you're kind of become, over this amount of time, somewhat of a forbidden fruit. Yeah. You know, you you had the chance, didn't capitalize, hooked up with a friend, so now that buries you deeper in the ground as a possibility. It's like kismet now. It's like, oh, now you're reconnecting after mm-hmm. all this time. Whatever yeah, it feels like. Yeah. Also, when you get... What's that? I was going to say the whole thing is, like, sexy. It is sexy. Also, when you get out of college, here's the thing that I will say to you. When I meet someone on Bumble, Tinder, whatever these things, and they went to my... Co- I've gotten a lot of girlfriends where they've went to the same college as me, and now you're far away from college, but it's like almost like you're meeting someone that you already know. It's a really nice, feels-good thing. Like yeah. They know the same. Maybe you didn't hang out as much in college, but you have very like memories. You have the parties. You have the... You, uh, yeah. There's a conversation. It's kind of like religion in that sense, where it's like, oh, here's a part of my life I don't have to go over with this person, but already feels at home with. Mm-hmm. So I do understand the idea of like, hey, we went to college, we're out alone in this world, and now I can hearken back with this person when I'm, you know, when I'm out with them, and it's not the same like, what major were you? What'd you do in college? Oh, this is why our mascot's the mascot. We didn't. They were hard on IDs at our school. You don't have to do all yeah. that fucking bullshit conversation. So I get it. There's also something super hot about. Having sex with a girl that you knew so long ago. Yes. You know, like I had sex with a girl who was who grew up on my block. Really? Like we grew up together, went to school together, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I came back. This was like during college. I was just back home for a weekend. Yeah. And we banged and it was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about all the times that it's like. That you've thought about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is much better than the stuffed animal I used to come into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, your vagina yeah. is way better than I imagined. It's you super know, hot it, for it so many different. Hot. You know, so then she writes, as a side note, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but fuck that. Toot, toot, tootaroo. that's actually written i recently lost 25 pounds this past year so i'm looking hotter than ever 
I help. Oh, I, I. So I see where this is going. I can't help but think: Is this the main reason for the sudden deja vu? I'm not naive. I've pulled the same shit with guys who have shredded the pounds too. But if that's the case, should I give this shallow douche a shot, or kick this dude to the curb and put some miles on my new bod? Any advice would be appreciated. Love the podcast. Keep it the good work. Miles on the bod. You don't, gotta fuck. Yeah, don't fucking don't sink your anchor with this dude. Yeah. Fuck him, but. I mean, if you have a new body, that's fucking awesome. Go out and... The thing... Losing weight is a mind fuck. I'll say that. I mean, I I am someone who has gained and lost hundreds of pounds over my life. You know, I've, I've, I've been up the ladder, down the ladder. Right now, I'm moving down the ladder. I'm, I'm feeling good. I've lost some weight in recent weeks, which feels good. But you never lose the mind you had at your fattest point. Mm-hmm. And in when it was like when you're and I I hear what she's saying she lost all this weight you can't and I've done this where you're like I guess I'm guess I'm cool guy now because I lost all this weight <laughs> and it's like you're gonna regret being that person like the you know where she's gonna say well maybe you it's it's tough for me to put uh, you're just always gonna be that fat person in your mind mm-hmm. and you're it's like an underdog feeling. Because I can see where she's like, well, I now I got a notch on my belt. Fuck this dude. He didn't want me when I was fat. Now I'm going to fuck him and leave uh. him. And it's like, you don't want to be that person. It's never going to feel good. You're never going to get over that. And I always see it when I see someone that's lost like, you know what? I, I like, you see those before and after pictures and you see someone that's lost like 200 pounds. And I always think the first thing I think is that guy's fucked up. Like, because, you, you you know, it fucks up everything. I've been there. I'm that person. I've been, I lost 50 pounds after my freshman year of college. And I remember losing that weight and being like, and my mind was like, it had, you know, eating around people was tough. Eating, you know, oh, yeah. all the eating shit is very, and it's, as a guy, there's no one there to really support you. People, you say no. like, I don't, I'm going to get the grilled chicken salad. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're yeah. at a burger place. Yeah. And it's like, it, there's no support for a guy and for a girl. You know, there's all that stuff of like, well, now I'm hot. And I was never hot before. You were hot before the 25 pounds. I'm sure mm-hmm. you were good looking. You were attra- I'm sure you were attracted. To, this guy was attracted to you when you were 25 heavier than you are 25 lighter. Because Yeah, well, they did hook up. They did she hook said up. it was anticlimactic, but okay. Of course. But yeah. at the same time, you know, we can grow out of our shallowness. So give that guy the chance. And also mm-hmm. for yourself, I'd say to this girl, don't go down that road of, of trying to like pay people back or like own people with your new look because you're never going to get what out of it what you think you're going to get out of it I, and i've been there yeah. i know how she feels about it it's tough it's especially so, at that age because nobody gives a shit anymore you no know what I mean? th- well that's the other thing at 20 everyone gives a shit what everyone thinks yeah and at 27 everyone's like no i just kind of want to hang out with someone who's cool and fun mm-hmm. i you know and uh, how they look is how I, and whatever my dick is into is into you know like i you know i see and there was a story someone was telling me uh, earlier today, and they were talking about how they saw guys. There was a girl at a show, and she was there with a guy, and the girl used to date a friend of theirs. And she was with a guy that looked exactly like the friend. And I was like, Yeah, she has a type. Yeah. You know, that's, that, that's, a, that's the least surprising part of that story. But I'm saying the, the other thing is when you get older, you're like, That's my type. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm not going to listen. To whatever it is. So whatever this girl mm-hmm. looked like before and looks like now, that's irrelevant. You've always been that type to him. So mm-hmm. 
I mean, I just, I know, I feel where this girl is coming from, but I'm also like, I, let me be the ghost of Christmas future. Ooh, ooh, don't be a dickhead because you lost weight. Well, maybe she can do it. You're going to maybe gain it back. (laughs) And you're still the same person. That's the ghost. Because you're still the same fucking person and your insecurities didn't go away with the weight loss. That's so funny because in the actual story, the ghost of Christmas uh, future was the the, like devil or something, wasn't he? Oh, really? Yeah, he was sounded the like it was Reaper, Paul Bear from he, WWE just he now. He didn't have that voice and, at all. <laughs> your insecurities still are within you. That's the thing I'm trying to get at. Is the, yeah, and I know I've rambled a lot on this subject, but you're you're just as insecure as you were 25 pounds ago, and I know it from experience. And I know now that I'm losing a little bit of weight, I have to fight that confident monster, that ego monster in my mm-hmm. brain that's like, "Yo, dude." Tucking that shirt. Nope, don't do it. <laughs> don't wear the... That's what I, every guy, when they lose weight, tucks in the shirt. They're wearing the championship belt. It's it's serious, but I'd say to her, like, listen, try your best to have fun and give yourself a fucking cheat day. Don't be crazy about food, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that way with food, where I'm like, you know, I just started eating a different way. It took me so much to get out of my zone of eating, you know, one way that I was feeling was healthy to go to another way that's been even better for me. It's just tough because you want structure and yeah. Listen, if you like to eat, you don't ever not like to eat. Oh yeah, that's the. Uh, I fucking envy people who don't aren't big eaters. I just bought this God, thing. It's a fucking nightmare. I just bought this thing. I saw it on Shark Tank called Meal Enders. Yeah. And did you see it? No. It's this little candy, and you're supposed to have it after you're done with a meal, and it makes it so you don't want to eat again. Yeah, but don't you not want to eat after a meal anyway? No, I want to keep eating until. What's the What's the Louis C.K. joke? I don't eat until I'm full. I eat till I eat till I hate myself. I hate myself. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a Louis C.K. bit. Yeah, yeah. that's. A, I mean, that's the most true thing ever. You don't not, just stop. I just I think I'm fat because I eat two meals a day and they're bad meals, like they're burgers and you can't do that. I know. I, you know, I've been trying to spread it out. I've been. I mean, if you look at my Instagram, I've been doing a lot of Instagram stories about omelets. Mm-hmm. I'm always on the, I'm big on the omelet train and I've been eating them in the morning. They've been great for me. Can I just say, sure. cause you made a lot of great points there about that, but I, I don't know necessarily know if you made it clear. Like she goes, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a shallow douche or whatever she said. He could actually just genuinely like you. So yeah. I, I don't think he's, go with that. I don't think it's, you know if he's shallow yet. Right. I, I think right now. Well, he could also be more attracted to a skinnier person. You know, he could be, but I'm also saying that he, if he, he was into you before for a reason, mm-hmm. and that reason's the same now, and now you're just 25 pounds lighter. It doesn't matter. Right. And let's also remember he lives at home, so you are an escape for him, so I wouldn't like trust that right away. Yeah, that's true. Um, there are so many circumcision emails. <laughs> I think we gotta keep it going, man. This guy, the title is "Do Not Circumcise Your Child." Just listen to Tuesday's episode. The warning to man Sam must be disregarded. As an uncut man, I cannot recommend having foreskin enough. It has a gland for extra lubrication, and the extra sensitivity makes sex feel better. Man Sam, do not cut your child. <laughs> oh my I knew god. this was gonna happen. <laughs> Maybe that was you from the future again. Oh that's, my god, that's right. <laughs> what are the benefits of cutting your dick, though? Cleanliness, I think. That's that's it. Uh, It's like we have soap. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, it seems like through all these emails and whatever, the real only reason to do it 
theoretically, is that girls are, are freaked out by it. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Right, because like, you can keep it clean. You can it's keep it clean. Crazy. Yeah, I could keep my, keep my asshole clean, but I'm not doing a good <laughs> job of that either. So Jan, let's do another one. Uh, breakup guilt ruining spring break. Jared, boiling water for your beans. Thank you. I was seeing this girl for about eight months when I broke up with her. That was my junior year. Fast forward through the summer. We both were with some other people. Nothing serious on either side. Then in October, we sat down, had a talk that we both weren't over each other, after which we agreed to work on things to maybe try again. Basically, date, but no label in case things went south. Four months of trying. I just wasn't feeling the same. And ended things a few days ago, right before I head off to Cabo. And she is sitting at home. I'm an asshole. I know. Oh, no. Uh, I feel for this guy because yeah. I know exactly what happened. So <laughs> my question is, why do I feel so guilty for breaking up with her? I know I love her, but it's not the match, no matter the love or not. I can't force feelings and keep being unhappy in the hopes that the few good times we have lead to more is it the fact that now that i now that i know i broke the heart of someone i love and can't be the one to come to her rescue anymore i've been f- rescue anymore <laughs> <laughs> fucking relax gaston uh i've been feeling miserable for a few days now to the point where it's making me second guess everything and need to figure out why i don't want to head to cabo with this guilt and risk it ruining my senior year and first and only spring break trip nor do i want to keep bothering my friends with all this what say you uh you're doing the lord's work keep it up p.s come to chicago sometime soon i'm chicago word making chicago happen it's gonna happen what do you think? How, why does he feel so shitty? Um, well, ever, I mean, ever, he, he, you get dumped, you said. Yeah, he answered his own question, dude. It's like, yeah, the rescue thing is a little weird to say because he's yeah. like saying he's like Superman, and but that is there. Like the mm-hmm. breaking up with somebody is not easy. It's it's yeah, he's you're gonna feel guilty. But I say go on the trip, go have a good time. You're gonna forget about her, and like, I mean, in the mornings you'll wake up and go, oh, I'm I'm lonely. I wonder. But go there, have fun, go with your friends, drink, have a blast. I think I think it's okay. I, I agree with you. The, yeah. dude, dude, fucking have the best time. But I can't tell this guy how to feel, but I will say this. True. Don't pity this person. This person's an adult who's in college and she's getting a good education. She's going to go and have a great life without you. Mm-hmm. You're not that great. So just, I'm just saying, like, you know, he's uh, talking about rescuing her from her fucking sadness. Someone else is going to fucking foot the bill for this girl. Someone mm-hmm. else is going to be great for her. You're going to look at her uh, 10 years from now. You're going to see her on Instagram or whatever fucking thing we're using at that point. You're going to see her baby and you're going to go, good for you. I'm happy your life has gotten be- uh, is great. Because she's an adult and we're all here to survive. Mm-hmm. And we don't think of ourselves in survival mode mode anymore because really there's that doesn't take much to survive these days. But we are uh, we will all overcome. We all you know, so just like you know, just like the caveman went out and got himself some meat, this chick is gonna pick herself up by the bootstraps and get herself some meat. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll find that dick. Yeah, and who, and it's gonna be okay, right? Yeah, who knows? She might find somebody while you're out in Cabo, and you're gonna be fucking not getting laid, and she's gonna have a blast. But and then who yeah. are you gonna feel bad for? Y- yourself, exactly. Yeah. So this is the thing, and also the the reason I like this email because it brings us to a totally different subject. There's never a right time to end it, the, and girls always try to let you know why you chose the wrong time. <laughs> they will always let you know when oh. 
you dumped me on the Thursday before the solstice. <laughs> and you're like, shit, <laughs> bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? They always find. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's always. I dumped a girl. I have a wedding in six months and that we were going to go to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's never a good time. Yeah. And it, the, the only good time to break up is the minute you know. And, mm-hmm. and that's the only good time because. Really, I mean, and and it's funny because it works out to right before spring break. So her, you know, you've given her a defense in the court of public opinion. Yeah. You've given her the ability. <laughs> and the reason you feel bad is because you've given her the ability to go to 10 girls and be like, he dumped me before going to Cabo. He's a dick, right? Now 10 girls are going, he is a fucking dick. And they all believe that. That's not true. You did what you Just, thought was right for you, but it you feel horrible because you know in the chick the the New York Chick Times headline reads <laughs> douchebag dumps girl to go fuck on spring break. Yeah, and, so just don't read that newspaper. Read the yeah. newspaper your friends are, are yeah, writing, which the, is dude does the best thing ever and breaks up with his girlfriend yeah. before going on a vacation. The dude post is reading <laughs> Is really backing you right now. Yeah. Bro <laughs> makes genius moves. Bro, <laughs> genius of the year. Bro, genius of the year gets dick wet in Cabo with not his ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah I, I, it's just like I, you, it's all about the paper you're reading. And right mm-hmm. now, you feel bad in the same way that if someone read about themselves, like the same way that some girl on The Bachelor has to read tweets about herself from this idiot. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm writing about her and she's saying. Uh, and I'm saying, fuck whatever chick, whatever, dump this girl. And it's, and she's saying, yeah, it fucking feels bad to know that someone out there is not on your side. But that's the reality of breaking up with someone. And if you do it and you don't plan it right and you and it happens to fall on the eighth, you know, on the eighth month of the eighth year of the eighth, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, on a date that doesn't agree with her, she can go to her friends and convince them that you're a dick. And that you just have to live with that. And you know what? Everyone doesn't give a shit about her mm-hmm. as much as they give a shit about themselves. So her friends that think you're a dick, they'll get over it. Believe me. No one's going to think of you as a dick forever because they're going to go, oh, and you like if this were to come up 10 years down the line, they're going to go, he, oh, you're the guy that dumped my friend right before spring break. And then you go, yeah, I know that wasn't the right timing, but I just wasn't a relationship for me. And you're going to look at that girl and go, isn't she married now? I think she's mm-hmm. doing OK. Yeah, and every breakup is not going to be easy. No. Every single one. You're not going to have one where you guys are like, well, yeah. I mean, there might be one or two where I it's mean, like. I mean, I'm notorious for breaking up with girls before their birthday because I'm just like, I don't want to fucking deal with the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've been there. I, that's why I can see so eye to eye with a kid. I've done this where you're like, like when, when you know that you're in a relationship, relationship is over, you start looking at the calendar. You're like, hey, well, Christmas is coming up and yeah, exactly. New Year's. And uh, and you start if you really look at the calendar of when you could break up with a girl, there's like three good days. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's not there's not like because you're like I could break up with her in four months. Yeah. Depending there's... on a religion, Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, New Year's Day, Valentine's Day, Easter, Arbor Day, Fourth Arbor. of July. You're going to have all this shit that are like. You know, all these holidays become become relationship holidays that you are expected in planning something with someone. So now you got to figure out 
which plan can you get ahead of? And that's very difficult to do depending on where their birthday lands. So it's a band-aid, man. You just gotta fucking rip, you it, rip off. it off. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Brendan Sagalo. Go check him out. It's super funny, so great. At Brendan Sagalo, stupid little podcast. You can find it on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. Let's do I feel bad for burping before. It's okay. <laughs> I think it worked. Life-ruining rumor. Uh-oh. What's up, Jew Train? Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Let's skip all the nut-feathering because I have a serious question. Last week, we were having a party at my fraternity when I went to introduce myself to a group of girls. As soon as I said my name to the first girl, she acted super surprised and turned to all her friends to say, that's the guy. Oh, oh my God, that makes me feel anxious. Yeah. Right? I asked her what the fuck she was talking about. Maybe you should put away the swear words when someone says that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? What's that... your fucking problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be anything. That's the guy. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> they have a big check that says $10,000. Yeah, Thank you. I am the guy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck she was talking about. And she said she heard that I roofied her at friend at a party last semester. Ooh, this is serious. Ugh. I told her it wasn't true and that I don't need... Roofies to get laid. <laughs> that's your oh, this first. guy took like, total <laughs> oh, you go, dude, dude, what a <laughs> that's perfect. Listen to my podcast. If I was, we would get along so what well. that's exactly I, what I would say. If I was in a courtroom and they were like, That's the guy who roofied me, and then he was like <laughs> and then he was like, I don't need roofies to get laid, I'd be like, dude, your honor, uh, you're on the wrong mind track right now. My plaintiff does not need roofies to get laid. Yeah, that's not your first response, closing, buddy. Closing statement. I don't need root. She didn't seem to believe me. Yeah, we don't either, man. Uh, no, I mean, we believe you, but like the language isn't helping you, but said that only her group of friends knew about the rumor. Later in the night, I found out that the girl spreading the rumor was a girl I made out with when we were both blackout drunk. What's the move? Do I message this girl on Facebook to plead my case? Should I ignore it because it hasn't become widespread rumor and hope that it blows over? I'm super concerned here because my reputation is at risk. Any advice is appreciated. Oof. This is a bad one. I, I, I think... I mean, we don't know the situation. Let's get that straight. So mm -hmm. we don't know if he's coming, you know, we don't know if he did it and now he's like regretting it and getting on the offensive mm -hmm. where he's like, this is a rumor or this is a really a rumor that it was spread. I can only go with the email that I've received because this yeah. is a very serious issue. We even gone over it on past podcasts. I've written about it, about the halfback, uh, Sneak the QB sneak oh, yeah, with all that roofing shit, each roofing other each other. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, as I'll state my position as if I have to, I'm against it. This is insane. Yeah. Even if as a prank, it's not a funny fucking prank. Um, for this guy, you know, this is the problem is that there are people out there doing this. So we have, don't be the guy that's like, oh, what about the people that get accused of this and it's not true? That happens way less than people having it done to them. Mm -hmm. So let's not get down that manist. Fucking position when I can't even believe I just fucking said that. Um, what a bunch of fucking losers everyone is on the internet. But, right, have you heard of this manist thing? You no. know what I'm talking I mean, I've, yeah, I've heard that type like of language. It's like yeah. a male feminist. Uh. Like a male... So I'm just speaking okay. for all the women out there when I say yuck. Yeah, be wary mm. of those guys. Yeah, those guys, you gotta shut up. But I, I, what do you think? What does he do? I don't know, man. That's, that's super serious. I would... Um... I would just ignore it. I'd be like, mm. you know, deny it. Obviously, if you, you know, you didn't do it. So you say to us, mm -hmm. uh, just deny it. Don't even fucking, don't even let it 
bother you. It'll it'll go shit. You know what? Like news and everything comes by and like. It's like, it'll be three days where people think you're a shithead, and then if you don't even talk about it, don't even mention it, never even say anything. I hear what you're saying, and I think that's later in the process, where I do, I hear what you're saying, that things run their course, but when you're branded a roofier, you are a roofier, like to girls. So I do think, and I'm going to take him at face value, if you're in this position, I don't know about this guy, because I'm not just willing to take someone's side on this matter, because I, I don't think that that's, but. If I'm someone that was accused of it and that never happened, and I know that I'm right and I am just in this cause, first, don't make it about you getting laid. Don't make it about your yeah. sexual ability because yeah. you're you sound like an idiot and you sound like someone who roofies chicks. It's like when somebody, <laughs> like, I mean, no, like if if someone came up to me and was like, "I don't need roofies to get laid," I'd be like, "That guy uses fucking." Roofies. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I think that guy needs some roofies. I, so I'm I'm saying I'm joking about this, but I'm in, in, at the same time trying to give mm-hmm. some solid advice. So if I was in this position, I would go to her and I would say, "Hey, can we meet for coffee? I'd really like to talk to you." And I wouldn't. And then when she goes to the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> throw down. No, I, I, I do think that you gotta go face to face because in the, on the internet, no face there. Everyone just screams and it doesn't mm-hmm. turn into anything constructive. So if you are someone in this position, you're saying, "Listen, I didn't do that. To, I didn't roofie this girl. We made out. I, I agree that we were drunk." And I feel awful that she feels that way. You have to have empathy for this person. Yeah. You have to say. Okay, she feels wronged, and I feel horrible that she feels wronged. But I want to talk to her to make sure that she knows that I wasn't trying to make her feel that way. And I didn't try, you know, and it may be that she doesn't even want to talk to you, which is even harder. And that's her right as well. She has Mm -hmm. a right to that. But you saying, hey, I, I would send a message and say, and if I was in that position where I was accused and knew that I didn't do that, I'd be like, hey, I just want to talk to you and talk this out can we get a coffee and i'd go somewhere public where she could feel safe and say to her listen if you want to bring a friend that's okay with me too uh i just want to make sure we clear this up because i want to take this as seriously as you want to take this Mm -hmm. and you have to be hat in hand and, and understand how badly she feels to even make up something like that yeah because at some point she does feel that she was wrong so I, I, it's all about language. It's all about talking to someone. It's all about having a little bit of compassion yeah. and knowing that you're, well, you're not the only one being wronged here. If you're being accused of that, someone else felt that the need to do this, where, where did that come from? We don't know. Mm-hmm. So have a conversation. And so many times we don't have these conversations. We just say, well, fuck that person. I'm going to the school and I'm going to go. And I know yeah. that that may be the right thing to do, but if, well, it, yeah, if you're it's frightening, you want to like go get a lawyer, you want to do all that. But sometimes it's more, let's just talk this out a little bit. Yeah, well, listen, it's also maybe having an understand. You know, we're again, we're assuming he didn't do anything nefarious or whatever. Yeah. They made out when they were blacked out. But maybe that's some, you adjust your behavior there a little bit and like be careful when you're hooking up with yeah, a girl. Well, like, oh, and if, you, if also, she's blacked out, that yeah. maybe that's not the. Also, maybe best you move, shouldn't you get know? so black. You know, right. what's the fun in blacking out? I mean. Yeah, that's not fun. But also, if you do go out to like get coffee with this um, girl. Like keep your keep your cool, man. Because if she's like not having it while you guys are talking, you're like, hey, you're never gonna look not, good. Yeah, it's gonna look bad if you if you if it comes like a screaming match in a Starbucks. Yeah, you're it, gonna look like a fucking psycho. It, it's just more that hey, 
I heard about this rumor. It was a surprise to me. I just want to get on the same page as you. And I feel really badly that yeah. you feel bad. And you know how, and like, that, some women could be fucking like, she'd be like, oh, does it feel bad? You, fu- you fucking rapist, blah, blah, blah. Like, she'll... she'll tr- well, I mean, I'm not going to go that far to say that that's what she'll do. I, I think... <laughs> I think if you if he came at her with I don't need roofies to get laid yeah <laughs> that could be her response and her response would be justified yeah yeah of course. so I think I think if you say to her hey I feel really badly to hear that that's what you feel happened and I don't like that you feel upset about it it makes me feel bad that I would even be mixed up in a rumor like this can we get coffee and if you want to bring a friend I totally understand that I would encourage it and that's the move you got to pull mm-hmm. um, if it gets even farther off the rails i mean then you go to your school official and you know do the, that route but i mean that's as far as information i can go with the information so j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with brendan sagalo at brendan sagalo he's got a podcast go check it out stupid little podcast on on i keep saying instagram on itunes let's do made of honor rules i like this one mm-hmm J Train, first time, long time, the pot is straight fire, nights, nuts equal feathered, and I am in need of some sage wisdom. So there I was at my best buddy's wedding. I would have been the, <laughs> I would have been the best man if he didn't have a brother, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I like that he has to put that in there. <laughs> probably, how, many people, yeah. how, many, how many people did he tell at the wedding? <laughs> I was he's at the bar, like, by the way. By the way, yeah. if this fucking loser didn't have blood with him, I would have been out there. <laughs> Given this speech. And I was drinking beers, minding my own business. Literally, my buddy's wife's sister, who also happened to be the maid of honor, came up to me and made the first move. So my buddy's wife's sister. My buddy's wife's sister. So the one who also happened to be the maid of honor. Okay, this makes sense. She's... Okay. Made the first move. How could I say no? So I didn't say no. I I asked said wife if this bothered her, and she said, it's her life, not mine. And left it at that. There we go. Yeah. That's due dil- more due diligence than I would have done. <laughs> I would have been like, you want to fuck? Uh, let me check with my dick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Fast forward a month and the maid of honor came to visit me for the weekend. Immediately upon learning about this, my buddy's wife did not take kindly to the news. And I am now in the doghouse as well as my buddy and even the sister. It seems to me that this is blown out of proportion. I think there were two adults doing our thing, but is there an element I'm missing with the sister situation? I really don't want to call... Uh, to call, but I feel like I should. Please help. What do you think? Why? Wait. Why? Sh- why did she get mad? Because the sister went to visit him. Yeah, but I was laughing at the response that she gave because it's like that's not a yeah. Go for it. That was like whatever. Like you're adults. Like do what you uh, want. Yeah. Why is she so mad? It's not know. even a so. Real... Wait. His buddy's wife is now mad at both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. This is like a sitcom. This is bad. This is bad because. Okay, like what? How do you handle? I I mean, I agree with him. I think they're two adults. The sister yeah. can do whatever the fuck she wants yeah. to do. Also, listen, bitch, you're married. You're out of the game. Okay, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about this war going on because it's bloody and it's got a lot of semen. Okay, you're out of the war. Worry about your next step, kids, and your house that you need to make. You know, like like with your husband. You know that that's not your problem. And I think the only way to go about it, there's got to be two things. She has to see him as like not trustworthy. I think she's, I think for her and a lot of married girls do this where they're like, that's a guy that won't put a ring on it. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, maybe that's not what she wants. Right? Yeah. That's not how she wants to play it. She's looking to go out and have fun and do the sister thing. Maybe yeah, she's not ready for that spate of life. Why would you even care? Who cares? Let her do her own thing. You just got married. Buy, you have to buy some shit. You got a lot more to worry about than who your sister's fucking. Yeah. I think this. I, and the issue is that anything he does makes him more serious with the sister, which is probably what he doesn't want mm-hmm. right now. So if he did, because there's two ways to go about it. If you like the sister and you want to see this, or if you like the sister and you could see this going as a relationship, there's one road where you say, hey, us four, let's get together and go out and have a fun night. That's the move. Mm-hmm. Let's make it. Let's make something happen with us four and together. She could see how good we are together. I can see, she can see that we're best friends. I'm best friends with her husband. Then she'll be involved with the whole crew. That's one way to go about it. Yeah, she might have fun while they're all out and go, now I really want this guy to be yes. fucking my sister. So, but that's the one, the road you go if you like her. If you're just looking to get off, the other road is you say to the sister, you say to the girl you're hooking up with, hey, can you let your sister know that you're having fun with this situation mm-hmm. and this isn't her problem? Because she's given my buddy shit about it. And that's a good way of like you go through the sister where she's like, "Hey, stop it! You're ruining this. Yeah, fuck, buddy, I got going on." They might not have a good relationship though, the wife and the sister. Oh, that's what you think? Possibly. Like maybe she doesn't like the like you're saying, go out in a group. That might be the right way. She might not want that. Ah, uh, that's very uh, that's married yeah. eyes you got. You know what? Yeah, yeah, that's looking from the other I would side. Never, I, would I would never think yeah, of that I that way. Never even thought. But of that. you heard that one word in the sentence where it's like she can do whatever the fuck she wants, right. and it's like maybe that she's uh, a shithead sister, right. and this brings her closer to shithead town. Exactly. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense than what I was just thinking. Wow. I think you're right. Yeah, could be. I I think, uh, and if that's the case. Keep it on the low. <laughs> you know, let's not go through this. Let's just leave her alone. Or Yeah, or just don't do it. You know what I mean? Don't bother with the headache. That's what I would be like. Anyone who cares about who other people hook up with at their wedding, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. There's something way wrong because everyone, most good wedding couples want everyone fucking in to hear the next stories. They want to hear the next morning, who got together, what yeah. happened, because every married person is just a spectator of the single world. They just want to watch how the fire is burning. That's why all your married and relationship friends take your Tinder, take your Bumble, and start swiping like they're playing a game. I just want to see what it's like. Yeah, no. You want to get away from your boring life. So if a girl at her wedding isn't into other girls hooking up at her wedding, maybe this, you know, I I don't want to like get down a road, but maybe their marriage isn't great. Maybe they're getting together on weird terms. Maybe this was like kind of forced and she's not really feeling it. Maybe she's jealous of her sister being able to be out there and be single. You don't know. But I I would assume when I hear that the bride is upset about hookups, I'm like, something's off. Mm -hmm. Something's off with the marriage. Because those brides, every cool bride that I've seen, like everybody, one of my, they're like, Oh, we wanted you to fuck so and so. Like that's how they walk away from the wedding. <laughs> yeah, they never walk away being like, "Oh, good, you didn't fuck so and so." I was hoping that wouldn't happen. Oh, you were hoping that wouldn't happen on your wedding day? Did you have bigger things to fucking do? Yeah, exactly. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Brendan Sagalo, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Man. This was so much fun. This was great. At Brendan Sagalo, at Brendan Sagalo on Twitter. And Instagram, stupid little podcast. Go check them out. So funny. You guys are going to love it. Go check it out. We're going to be right back with hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back.
Hey guys, welcome back. Brendan Sagalow, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. So good to have you. So good to see you this here. This was so much fun. At Brendan Sagalow on Twitter and Instagram. Man Sam. Hey, man. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday on the Stand Up New York Labs Network at Man Samp on Twitter and Instagram. Let's do some hypotheticals. Are you ready? Yeah. Follow up with hypothetical. Great. What's up, Mixmaster JT? Thanks for your help with the girl who may or may not have had strep. Texted her and everything worked out. And the eight, what, what, what was it? I think it might just be a Snapchat. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. It, it worked out in that 887 found her way to the temple of mediocrity that is my bedroom. Well, there you go. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the hypothetical. Me and my shitbag friends have been mulling it over and can't agree. If you're going to have the devil's three-way, would you rather the other dude in the equation be some greasy fat fuck who hasn't seen his dick in 10 years or some smoke show hot chick who also happens to have a dick? Can you deal with the fear that you might enjoy it either way? That's easy, dude. Chick with a dick. Yeah. It's every time. So easy. Yeah, there's, it's not even a question. Yeah. 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 You can look into her beautiful eyes. Yeah. You, you don't even look see at her the tits. dick. You don't even see the dick. Everything else is chick. I'll tell you yeah. what, dude. If there, if I saw a chick hot enough with a dick, I'd suck that dick. Really? Yeah. hundred percent. If <laughs> I'm with, the, well, I don't know about, I don't know. But if I, I couldn't, I wouldn't know if I would deny it, is what I'm saying. If she's super hot. Yeah. So they could be hot. They could be hot. I mean, I, I also like the the whole idea of a, a, I guess we have to be transgender some, transgender person. They feel like a woman. Like they are a woman. You know, like. Yes. They, like, well, that is the whole point. That's right? the whole point. Psychologically, right? yeah. yes. They, no, but, I'm, they, but I'm saying like, also, I'm just saying like, I, I really don't want to sound. Um, like I'm not trying to sound like a dick to anyone who's gonna write it, but I I I don't because you have to be so careful with words. But we're also just getting used to these new words. Mm -hmm. So give me five minutes to get used yeah. to the new words. Yeah, exactly. But here's what I'm saying. I they like I don't take care of my skin in a way that a woman takes care of her skin. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this this hypothetical person that'd be sharing the three way with you would feel the like takes care of their skin in that way yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. like you're not touching like a hairy like the fat dude it's also it's a it's a threesome it's not if the it, you know you don't even have to go near the the uh the dick the woman's dick you know what i mean like you guys can just be plowing this other girl and you don't even have to worry about it mm. right okay yeah. So we all agree. Yeah, absolutely. The transgender woman. That mm -hmm. wouldn't even bother a really hot transgender. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, then we go to the then we go to the bathroom together. Right. Fucking high hang five. out. High five. <laughs> yeah. J Train, we all you know you don't have a girlfriend, but would you rather have your girlfriend cheat on you by giving another guy a BJ? She swallows. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Or would you rather have sex with a condom? Rather she have sex with a condom. This is always a heated would you rather between my friends and I. So you have a girlfriend, she blows a guy, swallows, or has sex with a condom. I think sex with a condom. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you, really, you have a girlfriend, I have right? a girlfriend, yeah. yeah. So if she were to cheat, um, I would rather her have sex with a condom than know that, like... She mm. swallowed someone else, someone, some dudes. Yeah, a blowjob is way more intimate. So than intimate, sex. and it's more for him. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if she was like, "Oh, it meant nothing. I was just trying to get off." Blah blah blah. It feels like a like a knife to the back situation. Yeah, right? it's like you're gonna suck his dick, dude. Yeah, right. The, yeah, I think? agree. Right, sex with a con. It's exactly that point. I'm yeah. like, oh, you just you did him a favor. What the, yeah. what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. 
Blowjobless. Okay. And even if he ate her out, I think it's still like, okay, if you take away how important sex is, like, to your own brain, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you take away the meaning of it, it's like, I'd rather them just bang with a condom on than fucking, ugh. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I Kiss the agree. chest all the way down to the balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what are you doing? Cool. Let's do one more. Would you rather earn free Uber rides as long as you can make the Uber the driver laugh, free data on your phone as long as you can you call your service provider once a day and maintain a five minute conversation with customer service? Oh, fuck that! Fuck that second part. Really? Free, free Ubers? Every, yeah. Well, you got to make the Uber driver laugh. I could do that. We're, com- Real we're comedians. I don't know. I, I, but you got to talk to the Uber driver. The whole time? Or can I just go in and go, what's up, faggot? <laughs> and, see if, and see if he fucking laughs at it or something? <laughs> I guess you got a free ride with me. I, 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 I was pretty uh, shocked right. to hear the F word. <laughs> I have a 4.8. I, I, uh, yeah, I guess I would. I, you might have changed my mind. I was going to say that because the, at least with the Uber... The Uber, uh, I hate talking to the Uber driver, so I would rather like do anything to not talk to yeah. them. I'd pay to not talk to them. <laughs> yeah. But with the the call, I'm like, okay, I can prepare for those five minutes and just mm-hmm. be like, hey. And then I got a free cell phone bill, which is like, a, you know, that's pretty great. You're spending so much more money on cabs, though. Like, yeah. it just in the long run, like the fr- the free Uber ride is. It's way worth, worth it. more because it would just... also turn into a fun game. Yeah, like where it'd be like, yeah. oh, I got it. I got the free one. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, make him laugh. And okay. What are you gonna be? Like, oh shit! It's it's almost midnight. I got to call myself my cell phone provider. I didn't even call them yet. Yeah, it's, it seems been, like a chore. I've been taking more Ubers lately because I have mm. a, like a gift card to Uber. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's more. I feel like the Uber driver puts more pressure to like have a relationship with them as opposed to just like a yellow. Yeah, because they driver. want the oh, stars. Of course. Yeah. yeah, but it's like uh, yeah, but I'd give you more stars if we. I don't need to do this. If there's Uber drivers listening to this, put on your headphones and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put your music okay. on. I don't care. <laughs> Nothing worse. Here's the other thing. Stop calling me. Stop calling me when you arrive. Yeah. I'm on this, yeah. dude. Yeah. I get the app. Okay. I get that I have the two minutes. The call, I, I picked up the phone more from Uber than I have my parents. And it's like, dude, I'm here. I'm coming. Like, why? What's yeah. just text me, too. You can text. Right, right. I wouldn't even want that. Oh, my God. Don't I, text me. Just shoot me a text. But if if all you had to do is just go in, say a joke, like you can have like a stock Uber line where you yeah, walk yeah, in yeah. and you're like, hey, you'd come up with something. Yeah, you'll come up with something. Yeah, you'll come up with you something. Yeah. And even if it's the slightest chuckle, you, you win the, the yeah. game, right? If he's like, ah, okay. Especially if it's like, like $30 Uber. It. Yeah, of course. It's totally Also, if they offer you the flat rate Uber, get it. I did it. It's fucking awesome. What's the flat rate yeah, what Uber? Do you, mean? you pay $20 up front and then you get 40 rides at six bucks a piece. Whoa. Oh, that's, that's great. great. So it's basically yeah. $7 rides no matter what. Right. Whoa, that's awesome. No matter where, where you go? No matter where you go. So if they ever offer it, they offered it to me and I did it already. I ran what, it just those. popped up on the app, you're saying? Yeah, it popped up. Oh, that's wow, that's, email. that's so worth it. It's worth it. So just an FYI to the J Train podcast listeners. And Uber, if you want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> give us a give us a ring on the dangling. So let's do a news item. <laughs> yeah, you wanted to talk about this. Corinne from The Bachelor is doing something National Napping Day. What? So Corinne's doing these funny, and I'm putting up air quotes, yeah. videos. Well, this website says hilarious National Napping Day video, which I can't imagine. Uh, it is. This is what, so I love The Bachelor. 
We just got done with a season live tweeting and doing the Facebook post game show. So thank you for all of you that got involved. Um, we'll be back for the Bachelorette. Let me just say, after the season, this is why I don't watch Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise is the show that they take all the all stars from like the seasons past and bring <laughs> them on. Put a lot of air quotes. <laughs> a lot of air quotes. Story, yeah. And they bring them on to have this like fun paradise thing. And the thing is. For The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, there's stakes. You've come on to win the heart of one person against a bunch of other crazy people. So it's fun to make fun of them. They are the joke. After the season, they play up the joke that they figure out people have thought is funny, and then they play it up. It's not like Corinne came in being like, I'm going to be the nap girl, which would be hilarious. Hmm. No, she right. came in and she took naps, and now she's like, oh, you guys think that's funny? Hey, I'm nap girl. Mm -hmm. This bothers me. So much. She's, Bec just, she's milking it. Oh, I don't mind milking it because they listen. You got to make your money. Yeah. You went on this show for whatever reason you went on, but you're crazy for going on. <laughs> like you're like, don't come on and then be like, well, now I'm a comedian. <laughs> like, like no, 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 no. You're still the same wildly crazy person that self taped an audition and sent it to ABC and we're like, hey, I want to find my husband and then yeah. played along. Yeah. So that's why Bachelor in Paradise pisses me off because they have this whole opening montage where it's them making jokes during the like intro song and it uh. because I'm like, no, these are jokes we decided you were funny for. Mm -hmm. Not you. You didn't come in with bits. Right. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> well, you have no option but to embrace them. Yes. You so have to be here. This so. is the thing. So they all come in and we're like, Oh, you think I'm funny? Because there was a there's a model I follow on Instagram, and she was on a TV show, and she's like, she, she's at one point in the show. I watch. She posted the link to the video, and it's her going, "Holy something, Batman!" It's like her saying that, and I uh, guess like people on Twitter were like, "Oh my God, holy something, Batman!" Ah! Uh, now it's holy something, Batman. Holy this, Batman. Holy that, Batman. I gotta listen to fuck. <laughs> Her Batman bit for fucking two years now. It's like a three-year-old that like, yeah. thinks something's funny this and they is, just yeah. keep repeating they, it. Yeah, yeah. a three-year-old seeing the parents laugh mm -hmm. and then right. being like, oh, I guess I'm going to hit this note forever. Right. And it's like, it bothers me because I'm like, I know I'll end up opening for fucking yeah. Corinne. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in like Des Moines opening for Corinne. For nap day 2018. A, yeah. Ugh. Nap her doing her nap closer <laughs> at the chuckle hut, you know, and I'll be like sitting there writing in my notebook trying to do jokes, and she's like fucking doing nap 2017. Wait till I'm wearing a hat about her nap. Shit. <laughs> well, Brendan, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. This was so much fun, dude. Great to have you. You're a blast at Brendan Sagalo on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow him. He's got a podcast. Go check it out. The stupid little podcast fantastic man Sam thank you for coming on thanks bro at man Sam on Twitter and Instagram mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here in the Santa Vera labs network I'm Jared Freed we're here every Tuesday and Friday I would love for you to tell your friend about the podcast I'd love for you to follow me on all platforms jtrain 56 that's jtrain 56 on everything and we'll be back next episode boom this has been a stand-up labs production powered by digital media Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! <laughs>